Hi guys, welcome back to Catholic. I'm Abigail and I'm joined here with my lovely co-host Pia. And <laughs> and today, um, well, I guess last week we kind of went over like my testimony and a little bit, little bit of like my experience with um, Net Ministries of Canada and kind of a little bit of my story. But this week we're gonna hand over the mic to Pia. So she's gonna be kind of saying a little bit more about her experience um, on Net and about her story and all of that. So yeah, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited for you guys to to be here. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, this is the second episode of what the third season. Yeah, yes, the third, the third season. Even though at the current moment, there's no other seasons up, but it's the third season. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> current moment, the other seasons aren't there, but they once yeah. were there. They're just kind of gone now. <laughs> I'll get it sorted. Don't worry. It's yeah. on my hard drive. <laughs> exactly. It's on the hard drive. It'll get sorted. It'll be okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, how are you doing today, Pia? How's it going? Doing really good. Like, it's sunny. It's July 3rd. It's yeah. St. Thomas's feast day, like Doubting Thomas. Yo, I relate to him True. so much. Straight up, Doubting Thomas. Me, I don't doubt God, but like sometimes, I don't know. You know, <laughs> like Abigail knows. <laughs> that's true. It's true. Well, everyone, yeah, everyone can be like that sometimes. I feel like that's just such a normal human thing. Just, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, cool. Um. So, yeah, I guess we'll just get right on into it. Pia, Pia, how about you kind of start off by telling us how you heard about NET? How did you hear about NET? And um, what made you want to join NET? So, yeah, kind of tell us the story of how that all happened. This is, like, going to be, like, a long-winded story because it's, like, over many, many years. But it seems like for, like, many people, that's, like, their situation. So I first heard about NET in, like, 2016 because this is the first time I went to Rise Up. And this is the first time – Rise Up is, like, a um, young adults conference that I went to. Uh, it's my first experience with, like, charismatic praise, praise and worship, and people had joy. The person I was rooming with at the time was actually a NET supervisor. And she told me all about NET. And I remember I was kind of pretty much a Catholic noob. I was not, okay, I wasn't even considered myself Catholic at the time. But she was like, okay, you can hang out here at the Catholic, like, you know, at the NET table. Because they have a booth that, likes Rise Up. And, like, I hung out with um, Francis Nowak for a while there. Uh, like, for, I think for an hour and a half until, like, I found, like, some sisters to hang out instead. Because apparently that's, like, me being, like, not very Catholic hanging out with, like, very Catholic people, it seems. Because, like, everyone else had their clique and everything. Not a clique, like, groups and stuff. And, like, so I hung out with him. I remember him telling me, it's like, Pia, I think you'd be amazing for net. And I'm like, nah, man, I'll finish school first before I do net. And then I remember, because um, my supervisor emailed me. Not supervisor. The supervisor, I was, my roommate, that's a supervisor, um, I was staying with me. Um, Yeah, no, I was trying to say. Okay, no. She sent me an email because I gave her my information and stuff like that. She's like, hey, do you remember me? Like, um, I was a roommate at Rise Up and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I totally remember you. Like, do you want to come to a Do Something Amazing retreat? I was like, yeah, sure, I'll come. And I remember seeing it cost $20. So I tapped out of that and, like, never thought of that ever again. <laughs> because $20 is a lot, especially when you don't have, you haven't had a conversion yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. 
<laughs> so yeah, um, that's the first part. And then I've heard about like I had my conversion in like 2017 at Rise Up, so the year after, and. Yeah, and I haven't really thought about net ever since then. And then I got a random email last year. Oh, no, 2018 was my conversion. That's when I had my conversion. Rise up 2018. Uh, God asked me on the Holy Spirit night, asked me to um, give up a year of my life for, to serve him. And I was like, yeah, God, sure, sure, I'll do that. Because you died for me. It's chill. Don't worry, I'll do it. And I was like looking through all these ministries. And all these ministries, they were all like rejecting me over and there was like about six of them, but they didn't reject me because of like my qualifications or my experience. They rejected me because they felt like the Holy Spirit was calling me to elsewhere. And I was like, bro, what is this? Um, <laughs> and then I talked to my spiritual director about this because, of course, that's what you do when you're like struggling and God's asking you to do something. You go to your spiritual director and she was like, well, Pia, I think you should tell God that you're open to everything. And I'm like, what? sister what are you talking about like i'm open to everything i'm willing to go down to the states for goodness sake to move for a year she's like no no, no. i want you to open your heart truly to what god wants you to do because it sounds like you're doing what you want to do and what you think is fun but you're not letting god work in like your life and be able to tell like what you actually what he wants you to do exactly i was like okay i was like fine sister let's go let's do this okay next morning i pray it's like, God, whatever you want me to do, I'll go do. Whatever you want me to go, I'll go. And whatever you want me to say, I'll say. Um, just, like, send me. Like, hit me. Like, do whatever. Throw a ball at me. Like, do whatever. Tell me what you want me to do. And then two, about two or three hours later, I get an email from NET. Like, NET Canada. Which I haven't, I haven't talked to NET since, a lot, like, 2017. So that's been two years. And it was like a random email how they was like looking for missionaries. They need more missionaries. And I was like, God, if this is your sign, you got to push me there. You got to get me there type thing. Um, so I asked for application. Um, another month goes by. Um, and then I put in the application because it was application weekend. So I got a free t-shirt. Hey. And free application fee. Hey. Um, nice. Went to the interviews. Got accepted. To be honest, I was telling God that whole entire time. Like, God, if you want me there, get me there. Because... My desire for net didn't really happen until like after training, um, until like our first week of actual ministry. Yeah, and that's how I got to net. So it's kind of like, kind of all over the place to be honest. Uh, yeah. Right. Wow, that's awesome. That's so beautiful. Hearing that about how you were like, yeah, 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 but I, I want to go. Like, I'll even go to the states, like, to do all these things that I want to do. And it, of course, it was serving God, and of course, like, it would have been so beautiful and it is so beautiful but um for your spiritual director to be like no like you have to like truly go wherever god like wants you to go even if that's not a place you necessarily would go that's like that's a big thing for you to have i guess surrendered and how did you feel how did you feel in that was that easy when i no it was so hard because <laughs> like i'm like such a big adventure person right I love being in the outdoors I want to be like not I just didn't want to be in Canada because like the previous year I did ministry um of course if you guys were listening to season one you know I did like Camp Boitiwa and like um did that ministry and that was like down in Colorado and it was like so adventurous so amazing and I learned so many things and like 
I can't thank that ministry enough for how it changed my life. So I wanted to like still go down to Colorado and like go do ministry down there or like do a ministry down in the States. Cause I knew like America was on fire, set me on fire. Um, and it was really hard for me to abandon that really just because I really wanted to do the adventurous thing. And I remember even like my previous meetings with like my spiritual director, she's like, what what about net like net Canada like net like there's net in Canada like you can do that like it's a beautiful ministry and what they do is amazing and then I was like no I don't think so I don't think I'm called to net I even like applied to like net Australia and then didn't feel so I applied and like I remember um, Emma Frad so like the recruiting um, coordinator for net Australia called me and said like hey like you can fill out your application you can do all this and like start the whole process and I remember calling her in January and saying hey, Emma, I don't think I'm called to NET, like NET Australia mm-hmm. specifically, which like in my mind put off the um, put off the idea of NET Canada altogether just because like if I don't want to do NET Australia, that means I don't want to do NET Canada, which like because they're both NET, right? So yeah, so I was so confused when I got that email from Leah. So I was so confused actually. <laughs> it was actually so difficult to say yes. Yeah, so the reason that you kind of discerned doing Net Canada, I guess, was because of that email. Is that correct? Yes, because I prayed that prayer in the morning and I'm like, God, if you want me there, get me there. Get me there. And he got you there. Yeah, he really got me there. He like, I remember for like, for example, like for partnership, you have to have like the certain amount of money to go to training. Mm-hmm. I only had $500 straight up. <laughs> wow. And you still got there. Yeah. And I was like, because I thought that was, like, my last straw. I was like, okay, God's not going to, like, we're not going right. to get accepted to go. But nope. Gr- like, Graham, like, the partnership coordinator guy, um, he was like, you can still come. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to net. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So this was a pretty last minute thing, was it? Yes. Very, very last minute. Like, I was signed up for classes. Um, I was going to just go back to school. Um yeah. I just had that plan because I was like, maybe God's not calling me for this year. Maybe he's talking about like maybe the year after or something like that. But nope, he was definitely calling this year. So <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's so awesome. Explain, like talk about how it was when you got to training and what, what that whole experience was like for you. That whole like new, I mean, it's a big thing. It's a big step. I mean, especially for you to have gone so far out of your comfort zone, kind of, you know, you, you spoke about how you weren't really like, necessarily comfortable or super excited excited for it until the first week of ministry started so kind of explain how that was when you got to training and what the whole process was like for you um when I first got to training I was like what am I doing here what okay whatever that's fine um I remember like hanging out on the first night with all like all the like kind of older crowd just because like I was like yeah, and we were talking about cookies and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is fun. Um, I remember being at training. I'm like, the whole entire time, it's like, what am I doing here? Like, what am I really? doing here? Like, what am I doing here? Also, I didn't know what NET stood for until the first session, whatever that session was. Um, <laughs> That's also, really funny. Like, I straight up, did, I thought NET was like, you know, like casting a net out to people and like gathering people like the fishermen right like I know it's an acronym but like it's national evangelization teams like no one gave me the memo like <laughs> but did like you know, straight like, up did you oh, know yeah. what you were signing up for when like 
when you went because it's I mean it sounds like it was very spontaneous of like you like you were talking about before so you didn't even know what it stood for did you just did you just you just went like you just you you go not knowing what it was all about I kind of like kind of knew because um so I went to a Catholic conference and Net was also there and I asked some questions because like one of my friends like kind of pushed me to the table because she knew I was like considering to apply for Net um I was like, no, 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 I don't have any questions. I have all the questions I need to answer. Like, I, I know what's happening. She's like, no, no, Pia, just go ask. So I went there. And then he was talking about discipleship teams. And that's what I wanted. Like, that's the ultimate reason why I decided to, like, actually apply. Because I'm like, oh, I know about CCO. I know about, like, intentional accompaniment. I know, like, all those things. I know, like, um, the reverse pyramid triangle thing they have like with opening seeking curious and all that um I was like oh yeah I'll be I'll totally like be fit for that like sit in one spot like oh my goodness I was like yeah that's why I applied specifically for discipleship teams though I like wasn't super excited if like I kind of knew what was happening I just didn't know what was treat teams to be honest I just knew what discipleship teams were kind of um but yeah no I didn't really know what was happening to be honest to be honest this is pretty spontaneous this is wow (laughs) It's very much like your character. For those of you who don't know Pia, she's very, very, very spontaneous. Probably one of the most spontaneous people I've personally ever met. Um, Very spontaneous, which I love this about you. It's great. It's great. (laughs) But yeah. Also, for those of you who don't know, um, Pia is just talking about discipleship uh, ministry and discipleship teams. So there's two kinds of teams that um, the net missionaries can get put on. So there's discipleship teams and retreats teams so um there are the discipleship teams who kind of are the people that essentially go to this one spot usually uh, a parish and then they will stay there for the, the whole net year for the 10 months that they are, are working with net um, and they'll go on their teams and kind of they'll work there they'll really like i guess the way that people like to explain it is plant the seed they get a you know, water it, watch it grow, like journey with the youth that they're with and, you know, really help out with youth ministry and get pretty involved with that from my understanding. I never was on a um, discipleship team, so like I can't really fully explain what it's like. Um, Maybe Pia can a little bit later once we get more into that. But um, yeah, and the other team is retreat, retreat teams, retreat ministry. And those are the travel teams. So there's two of them. Well, two travel teams, sorry. And they do put on a ton of retreats and um, yeah, they just put them across, sorry, they put on the retreats across Canada and do tons of retreats and they kind of just place the, like plant the seed, but you have to trust that God's going to let it grow. So we just go there for one retreat, see these youth for a day and we leave and then never see them again as if, but sorry, the other kind of teams so the discipleship teams they are actually journeying with the youth we just see them like once a day the ones who are in retreat team so yeah if you guys were wondering about oh what is this discipleship team what is this retreat team thing they're talking about that is essentially that is it so yeah two different kinds of ministries anyway i'm sorry we went off on a little tangent there pia how how about we go back to the training to how that was to yes your desire for um discipleship ministry yeah, that's why I like really. Uh, oh, by the way, that was a really e- explanation of like retreat teams and like discipleship teams. That's super good. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. That's that was my like one desire to really be on a discipleship team. 
Um, so I went to training first few weeks, super like I still didn't know I was there, but it was for fun because there's new people. I got to talk to them, got to meet new people. Um, got to go to this like dude ranch camp that had horses, never wrote, like rode the horses, so that was fun. The horses um, were amazing, I loved it. Yeah, but so many flies, Ugh, so many like, flies. I think that's also the thing so many frogs. Oh, yes, there was a lot of frogs. I never saw any frogs <laughs> yeah. for those of you who don't know. I um, it's it's a little embarrassing, but I have a, a a pretty big phobia of frogs, and I remember going to this camp. Sorry, we're going on another tangent again. I I think this might just be a recurring thing in the podcast, just so you're aware. Yeah. Because Pia and I, we really we always bring it back. We always bring it back. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really go on a lot of tangents, yeah. and now I'm going on a tangent about a tangent, so I'm gonna bring it back. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a phobia of frogs, and I remember, I remember hearing about this camp, this horse camp, in the middle of nowhere in Ontario, and how there's frogs, and I remember being scared. But, but the good thing is, I never actually saw frogs. Never saw frogs. But I, everyone else apparently saw tons. But yeah, anyway, yeah, I just, saw tons besides of frogs. <laughs> um, yeah, and that was like really fun. Like I don't know, just brought me back to like summer vibes, and I was like, okay. And then it was like team announcement. I remember the day of team announcement. I remember, so I got put onto a retreat team. So I was on team one and we got to travel like across Western Canada. First, I was like, what in the world? I did not apply to net for this. Cause like there's eight teams. So you have like a 25% chance to be on a retreat team. Yes. Um, Which which is a very small chance, right? And I just didn't want to be on that. I, I wanted to be in the discipleship team. Um, just because there's so many other... Okay, because, like, there are essentially... Well, there's two traveling teams, and then there's six, like, I guess, discipleship, but, like, esque traveling. Like, there's two other teams that are kind of retreat teams, but not really retreat teams. That is true. Stay, I'm like, pretty sure what? they are considered retreat teams, but they are kind of in one place. Yeah. 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 So, technically, four retreat teams, four discipleship teams, but still two travel teams so yeah that's the one we were placed pia and i were actually placed on the same team Mm -hmm. and yes we were placed on retreat team one which is the travel team that actually travels the most um because yeah ontario to british columbia that's a lot of driving (laughs) that's a lot of kilometers every time i think about it oh my goodness it is a lot so many yeah yeah I remember being like very, very upset though, to be honest. I like I was like, what what in the world? And then especially like Western Canada, since I'm from Calgary, I was like, hot, hot. And I remember seeing our schedule. I'm like, we're going to Calgary three, four times. What is this? Like it's like I never like left home. This is so weird. Um Yeah. So like it was like really good to like meet my sisters and everything like that. But like to be honest, yeah, I just didn't know what I was doing there. Like I was like, whatever. Like I'll take wherever the wind takes me type thing. And yeah. Wow. So when you were placed on this team, on team announcement night. So also just a little blurb, if you guys don't know. um, When we apply for NET, we don't know what teams we're going to be on. Like Pia said, like she's hoping for this discipleship team, but really she didn't know. Um, also spontaneous she didn't even know what Ned stood for so she was just (laughs) kind of there (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) but yeah um we have no say not really like we don't really have any say of where we go um the staff who pray they pray and they pick the teams and they discern 
what teams we are called to go on or we're supposed to go on. And yeah, they just, I don't really know how that whole process goes because I've never been on staff, but um, yeah, they do a lot of praying and we don't really, as missionaries, don't really have a say. We're just going wherever, wherever we're going to be on, like whatever team we're on, that's the team we're on. And that's just where you're put with. You can't choose. Your, you don't choose your teammates. You don't choose where you're going. You just go. And it's, yep. it. yep, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. But yeah. Um, so when you were placed on, our, on the team and then, you know, you were talking about how you weren't really happy about it all necessarily because you were kind of hoping that God would lead you to the other kind of ministry. Uh, but you also spoke earlier in this podcast about how once you were like a week into ministry, that's when you started to like really start enjoying it and really like understanding understanding why God has put you like on this team. Can you speak a little bit more on that? Yeah, um, especially the first week of ministry, like um, so we got sent out. We got sent out into northern Ontario and doing these retreats. And like my very first retreat um, outside of um like the practice retreats we had and we're all on our own like I just noticed like because the girls that we had in our group like in my like small group specifically like I like love small group and I love like for the girls to share and I love like getting to like know them and like being patient with them and hearing them out and just like noticing that like because I've been told this in the past before where like apparently I have a gift of like people feel really comfortable with me like in a really quick time span and like it's true they like they just spill to me. They, like, just mm-hmm. sp- spill everything. And, like, I love that. I love, like, journeying with them, even though a short amount of time. And even though it's, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe, like, how many hours? Like, I guess small groups, like, maybe, I guess, let's say an hour out of the whole entire retreat or something like that. Or, like, maybe two hours at max. But, like, those times, just like, made me feel so full and so much joy to journey them, like, from the first small group to the third small group. It was so beautiful. And, like, that's when I started loving the ministry. And I loved, like, how I was able to reach so many people in, like, a time span. Because I'm meeting, like, new youth every single day. And they're always not at the same school. And I thought that was so Mm. beautiful. And I'm like, God, this is why you called me to be here. I understand. I understand. So, yeah, that's when I fell in love with retreat ministry. Wow. That is amazing. That is so beautiful. That is awesome. Wow. Um, Can you explain to listeners a little bit more of, like, kind of what um, being on a retreat team or kind of what a, re- a retreat looks like to yeah. Uh, yeah, what we do. Yeah, 100%. Um, so the way we start out, so we usually like, so we can't just tell the youth that we like love Jesus because like that's kind of intimidating. Um, yeah. We don't like that. <laughs> um, so we usually have like opening session. So like it's usually like a game and like um, these two people, um, they like lead a game or like, they lead like a skit, just depending on how much time for um, opening session we have. And to shorten that, we call it OS. And it's just a time where the youth can like figure that we're silly and also like we're friendly and also we don't bite and like they're <laughs> able to like, <laughs> like think we're kind of cool, um, depending <laughs> on like <laughs> how it goes and everything like that. But it's especially to just, yeah. yeah, it really depends. Depends on the group. But like the game usually really like, um, lets them have fun and realize like okay this is going to be a fun day but also there's a quiz in the in, like opening no not opening sessions like during the retreat leader introduction like because there's a retreat leader so like there's the opening session and then there's the retreat mm-hmm. leader um oh wait no it, yeah introduction oh, 
Yeah, yeah I was, I was going to say, like, we introduced a team, but, like, it's okay, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of, like, OS. Um, and the retreat leader, like, talks about, like, the quiz. And, like, there's a quiz, like, oh, it's also a fun day, but also you get to, like, learn and get to deeper in, like, your faith or, like, get to know yourself, like, better type thing. Uh, yeah. That's, like, one of the questions type thing. And, like, they don't realize it, but they do get to, like, either grow deeper in their faith or, like, realize um, where their priorities are at in, like, a sense for, um, like, where they're at in their life. Especially, like, even when you're in, like, seventh grade, even, like, for the littles type thing. Because we had, like, a retreat for, like, fourth and fifth graders because I was, like, really Which cute. Is very, fun. very, very rare. That doesn't, that's not supposed to necessarily I, I, happen. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was a special case at that moment. But it was, yeah, yeah. Um, so after that, it was like small first small group. So this is where you get placed into like small groups because it's like really hard for people to like voice their opinion, talk in general when it's like a group of like a hundred people, right? So yeah. like you get bro- broken up into smaller groups, and then small groups. You just the first small group, you just get to know people. Um, you get to have play some fun games. So like for example, like my mango question, like not my mango question, my food question I asked Abigail last week. That's the question I usually go to. <laughs> Sometimes it gets like maybe another question could come up, like candy bar, like just like start talking and just like just to get them comfortable with you because like you're they're going to be the constant throughout the day. Because like of course they're going to see the other team members, but you're that constant um with the then after that it's going to be like talk about no we usually have like a game to like to keep on like keep on the unity and whatnot and yeah i think that's that for like for a small group and then we go into talk drama testimony or like other way around drama <laughs> essentially there's a talk there is a drama there's a testimony yeah. yes yeah yeah <laughs> and a song as well there's a, usually a song oh, as yeah, well. I, for- I forgot about the song there's a song <laughs> yeah um and this is when we go deep so that this is where the information's at um so you hear some like one of the team members testimony um you hear about like one of the team members give them a talk and then there's also a song um so they understand the gist and like why they're actually at this retreat instead of like oh this is just for fun games this is like actually there's actually content to it yeah and then their second small group so you go dive deeper this is the small group where you ask questions about like if you believe in god like where your faith at like, what do you think about the talk what do you think about the drama can you relate to it all that fun stuff and then it's lunchtime hey and then as like <laughs> We hang out with, like, um, the youth for lunch, which I totally yeah. love. Oh, my goodness. I like my favorite thing in the world straight up. Just looking for a group and say, hey, can I eat lunch with you guys? But they don't so say fun. no because they don't want to be rude, I don't think. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but we always end up having such a fun time. Like, it was, like, the one of the um, lunch sessions. I got to try spicy Skittles. Oh, my goodness. Hey, I was there for that, too. Yeah, that was lit. Like, one of the youth, like, shared spicy Skittles with us. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know you were there for that. Yeah, that was fun. No, I was there for that. And I was like, yo, it was so good. Okay. And then after that, this is goes it goes deep. It's, like, prayer ministry. So, prayer ministry. Yeah. Um, we, there's another testimony. And then there's... Um, a time to call them higher and then there is a time that we're depending on the group where we since net's very charismatic we pray over the youth Um, of course we don't force them to pray or anything like that we ask them if they want to pray Um, if they say no it's okay we just like pass them over Um, 
and that's totally fine. Like they're all all the youths are always like in, in our prayers anyways. But like it's just like ultimate's their choice if they want to be prayed over or not. Um and then we talk about there's another and then with the place of calling them higher and then praying them praying over them. Um there's another station that we do. Um it's called commitment station. So it's like a prayer where um they would like to start a personal relationship with God because of course in like school they hear about like Jesus, he loves you, stuff like that. But it's not very personal. But like the whole point of the ritual is to like realize that God wants a personal relationship with you specifically. Plus like the retreat theme as well. But I find that's like the main focus. And then we also give the opportunity for the youth to commit their lives to Christ um, publicly in front of like all their friends type thing. Um, Which is a big thing. It's a big deal. Like imagine like. It's not. Yeah. It's not like they're going up, by the way. It's not like they're going up to like this microphone in front of all their friends. Like I'm putting Christ in the center of my life. It's like there's these little stations in the back of the room and. Um, during this prayer ministry time, there's like this music playing, usually um, recorded music that's just like on the speakers um, lightly, and people are just, you know, praying. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's not like people are going up front just no. for you guys <laughs> to be aware. That's not what we do. It's just kind of an option if they if they want to. It's just kind of a station in the side of the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's that, and then third third small group comes around, and also third small groups also opportunity where they if they do want to commit their lives to Christ, we let them do that privately, just because like some people are like just scared to like, cause they could be in the cool guys group and be like, bruh, whatever, I don't I don't believe in Jesus, but I actually really do, I think, um, yeah. and they want to do it, so like give them the um the opportunity to do that in secret, and then just ask them like where they're at like how do they think about the day like where they're at with their faith like if they want to like if they want to have a deeper relationship like tell them like how to do it like very simply because like we're only there for the day type thing and then yeah then we have closing session then we clean up and say goodbye and everything after that's in god's hands like we hope like everything grows deeper and but I've had like really beautiful moments on the road, like because mm-hmm. of retreats overall. So, yeah. Yeah, me too. Hopefully, that's a good explanation for retreat of the day. Retreat. I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was a good explanation. I think people can get the gist of like kind of what essentially it looks like. Um, mm-hmm. you went into a lot of details, which I th- I thought was great. I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, you. You're on the net team. You went to training very spontaneously. You know, joined net. And now you're here. You're starting to like it. Um, yeah, that's it's great. That's awesome. <laughs> um, do you want to just like I don't know, talk a little bit more about what the year was? Because um, you know, there's team life. There's also host home ministry. People are so so kind and they actually build us and we stay with them throughout the year um yeah was there any other parts of our ministry besides retreats that like you want to talk about or share about or team life or anything oh i love host homes oh my goodness like i'm the person that like talks so much but not like ridiculously amount but like i talk (laughs) like i'm able to like keep on that conversation like especially with like and not make them feel uncomfortable which I find sounds like 
it's like a pretty good thing for host homes and like, i'm able to like keep on a conversation also i'm like a morning person so i say good morning to the host home and like have conversations with them and like i actually absolutely love host home ministry because i get to hear like people's stories because i want to every single person's story is different right and i yeah. love hearing that i love talking to them about that um i feel so like grateful for like food that they made for us and they are letting us stay into our home so i love host home ministry like if you're gonna ask me like first I love the youth. Second, I love host home ministry. Team life, also amazing. Okay, our team is, like, good. <laughs> like, real good. <laughs> like, Yeah, we had an incredible, incredible, incredible team. There were, um, yeah, there's five women on our team and then four men. And, yeah, like I said before, we didn't choose each other. We were just placed on a team together. Essentially, kind of like a family, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. We're, like, you don't choose your family. You're just thrown into it. And you're, like, okay um oh my goodness so beautiful i could talk about our team forever they probably oh, actually they probably don't want to hear us talk about our team forever but <laughs> i i loved our team just absolutely <sighs> so beautiful yeah like yeah it built i mean because the reason that pia and i are making this podcast to be honest <laughs> with you like this podcast wouldn't be happening right now if we were not placed on team together i yeah definitely um Team life is very beautiful. Team very wow. It's very beautiful. It is amazing. I I mean, I know personally I learned a lot um living. I, I mean, you literally live with these people, you work with these people every day for for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> you like really built lifelong friendships and oh my gosh, I love team. I love yeah. Actually, oh my goodness. I thought when you would pause, you're like, oh, for a long time, you're about to say 10 months, but we definitely did not have 10 months together. <laughs> yes, I, that's exactly what was going through my mind. Um, we got called home early because of COVID-19. So we did not have 10 months like we originally thought, but God had different plans as he always seems to yeah. have, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Um, yeah, so we had not 10 months together. And actually, Pia, you didn't even have... You don't even, you don't actually you weren't actually on team with us as long as the rest of us were on team with each other. Do you want oh. kind of do you want are you comfortable going into that? Yeah, of course. Of course. I feel like I've talked about like my pancreatitis before. Yes, I have because I'm like a camp for you because like stuff that happened as well. Okay. Um so yeah, like on the road, like I have a chronic disease, like chronic pancreatitis. Um it was I was totally fine before. Like uh like before going on net, the last time I went to the hospital was like maybe a few months back or something like that like I can't exactly remember when so like it has been a while went on net um had like my first pancreatitis attack at training I was like didn't really think too much of it month went by and another attack happened um didn't too much didn't think too much of it to be honest at that time two weeks later had another attack and like I kept on having like pancreatitis attacks like around like every ish two ish weeks and then it became like every ish one week um I say ish because it was like yeah. more or less so yeah. it's kind of rough in a sense, especially on a traveling team, because like you don't stay one place long enough. Um, you don't know if you're going to be able to like go to the hospital and like be able to leave on time and whatnot. Um, I There's even one point where I actually have to get admitted. So that was like kind of a rough time because like it was five days and I was like hoping that like... I was thinking it was okay because like in my mind I was like if we're in Alberta, if worse comes to worse, I'll just take a flight back home to Calgary or something like that. If... If, every, if you guys had to leave and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was like a rough time. So the ultimate decision was for me to actually come off the road. 
mm-hmm. and take a break and to see what happens after everything gets kind of sorted. So, yeah, and that's what happened. Yeah, so that happened. Um, that had happened right before. So we go on to the road uh, to start our journey with Net, start with the ministry. And we start that in August. And then, yeah, we're there for, we're there until Christmas break. So we have two weeks just at Christmas time where we go back home to our family. So that was a time, you know, we kind of come back to Ottawa for those of you who don't know. So we were out in ministry. We all drive, all the teams, we drive back to Ottawa. Uh, well, I guess not all the teams drive back to Ottawa, but four of the, four of the eight teams drive back to Ottawa. The other teams go to, where, where did they go? I actually don't oh, know. Oh, they went to Calgary. They went to Calgary itself. Okay, yeah. interesting. Oh, wow. Okay, interesting. I didn't know that. Okay, wow. Anyway, our team happened to go back to Ottawa. So um, that's kind of like, you know, wrapping it up, saying goodbye to your teams, you know, going home for Christmas, the goodbye thing for two weeks. But in our situation, uh, Pia was like officially leaving. Uh our team and going home so she was gonna yeah she's gonna leave the road she's gonna go home and yeah um are you comfortable going more into detail of kind of like what that whole thing was like and what happened next um so I didn't actually feel a feeling of like um I was at home because I hosted two girls from team eight so the Vancouver team shout out to Helena and Izzy and they stayed in my house for like also um Faith also stayed with us as well for a week because of uh, um, January training. Uh, so that was like, it, it didn't feel like I was off the road yet, if that makes sense. Because right. I had netters staying at my house. Like, we can talk about net stuff. We can keep call each other higher. Um, even like for January training, like they were like netters were still in the city. And um, I was able to like, they were coming to my house. And yeah, you know, that felt super normal. Um, it was after. Like it was after everyone left, did went back up to ministry. Of course, there's a team in Calgary, but I didn't want to like disturb them or anything like that, and like say, hey, I want to hang out with you guys, even though like because they're like doing their own thing. Because discipleship ministry is also equally as busy. So I actually felt really, really sad. I felt like, okay, I don't know if you guys ever been through a breakup. It feels like a breakup. It feels like someone broken up with you. And you can't do anything about it. And you don't want to burden, like, the other people that have broken up with you. So you just don't, you, like, just pray for them. That's essentially what you do. And it's just, like, it was, okay, pretty much, it was horrible, (laughs) to be honest. It was, like, it was, like, a big growing process. But at the time, it was, like, it was, like, it was, like, an endless pit. And I remember, um, it was, like, it was very similar to a breakup, like, when I had a breakup in the past. Um, I would cry in the shower type thing, because that's what I did. And, yeah, like, of course, like, Kristen was there. Like, my supervisor was there, like, um, supporting me. But it was, like, a very hard, like, it was hard for her to, I don't know, like, do anything. Because, like, it was just, like, me type thing. Yeah. And ha- me having these feelings. And it just kind of felt like I really missed them. But I knew they were super busy, so I couldn't message them. And yeah, it's just like a breakup. I don't know how to explain a breakup. Like those feelings of a breakup, like you feel like sad, you feel like you should, but you at the same time, you should feel happy for the person. Um, yeah, thousand percent. Like all those feelings. And just like, like, but I 
because I was never like told this. I was never told uh, essentially what was happening. I was grieving. I was grieving hardcore and like because I loved my team so so much and I thought I was mentally prepared to like leave my team to be honest, but I wasn't. So mm. yeah, and that's how I felt, and it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was definitely a a hard time. I would say on like for everyone I know for I mean like you said like you you know you go home and it's Christmas break and there's all the hype over Christmas and all the excitement and seeing your family again and and like you said before you had that you still had that net community you still had those um the sisterhood from from team eight those ladies they were staying at your house so you still had the community of net and um yeah you still had that but when like you were saying before like when you when they kind of left and when we went back on the road, the rest of team one went back on the road and you weren't coming with us. Um, that like, that must've been so hard. And wow. I know it was hard. I, I mean, I know it was hard for me, definitely different kind of difficult, I guess, because I was still doing ministry and you were just kind of home, but that, yeah, it definitely is difficult. It does feel like a breakup. I, yeah, it's, it's rough. It's really rough. Um, yeah, but what would you say if you're if you're comfortable? Because this is kind of getting deeper here. But what would you say? Like, what would you say was a place you grew in at that time? If you're comfortable sharing, was there anything you like really learned, or any ways that God kind of like used you, or like maybe your relationship with Him got deeper in that time? Was there anything that you kind of learned that you're comfortable sharing about? Um, something I learned was to trust in him because mm. of course okay i did trust in him because i kind of went spontaneously but that was like not a mm, like not saying good trust but it wasn't like a my heart's open trust type thing because i was still really stubborn and i did it anyways even though like my spirit director told me to like keep my heart open and everything like that and do all that fun stuff type thing right it was like not an open-hearted trust but i truly learned how to like just truly trust and truly just abandon myself and Mm -hmm. just give up everything to god like give up like legitimately everything all my thoughts feelings just everything i had just for him because i didn't have a choice everything was like everything was out of my hands like i couldn't do anything i wanted to be back on ministry but i I couldn't i I wanted to like be evangelizing the youth of canada but i couldn't type thing um so there was that, like truly to learn how to trust, like straight up. But yeah, truly trusting. Just like that's what I learned, like truly to trust and truly abandon myself to God and knowing and trusting that he has me and he his plan is greater and better than anything I can think of for myself. Mm, wow, that is beautiful. That is that is so beautiful. That's something that, oh gosh, I'm still learning and hopefully one day we'll learn I don't know if I will ever learn all that because that's a big thing I don't know you know what I don't know we'll see <laughs> you never know you never know you never know it's just a very big thing I mean to constantly fully always be surrendering uh, surrendering yourself to God I mean oh my goodness that's beautiful that's so good that you like that you learned that in that time and that God used that really difficult time to bring something so beautiful out of it and so that your relationship with him could just deepen and that you could yeah, have that. That's amazing. Um, so when you were home, you were you getting better? Because you, because I mean, you you went home because of 
pancreatitis, right? So yep. how was that? You were you were doing better. You were healing. Yeah, I was doing better. I was doing really great. Um, yeah, didn't get any attacks. Only got what, that one attack in January. Um, and other than that, like I remember talking to my doctor. My doctor's like, okay, we got this procedure done, and um, I got the procedure done, and then uh, team one came back actually. <laughs> This is true. The day she had her procedure was the day that our team had gone to Calgary and we were actually staying. Uh, we were talking about host homes earlier. So Pia was a host home. Her family was hosting um, all the women of our team of team one. And yeah, we we went straight to Pia's house the second we pretty much got to Calgary. We went to Pia's house and she yeah had her procedure that that day and yeah <laughs> it was really yep. it, it was really good though it was really oh it was so great to see you again that was a good day yeah that was a good day. i mean yeah a really good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so you're talking about how you know you got off the road and then your relationship with god is growing and you're learning about surrender and all of these beautiful th- things and you're getting better you're healing i guess kind of physically and mentally in a sense if you think about it um (laughs) and yeah so what what happened next from there once you were getting better and you were still in contact with with net and with you know our supervisor what happened from there when you started getting better so like i was getting better and i remember um so like yeah team one the sisterhood team one came home came not home came to my home um i hosted (laughs) them and i remember asking um, my supervisor if i was able to like do retreat with them because they were in Calgary, and I was like, and point, I did not do a retreat. <laughs> so my supervisor said, no, you just have the procedure. You should, like, recover and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, fair enough. And then it was talks after. So I think I was told the, the next day or something, or maybe a few days before, or, like, I don't know exactly when, but, like, the same time frame, like, the sisterhood of Team One came here. Um, it was, like, told that I would, like, be working with the Calgary team just because, like, one of their team members because of like health problems and stuff also had to go home um i was just going there just to help them out um and i told them and i was like you can start monday because i was talking to the guy that's the youth minister like that's in charge at saint mike's is yeah and he's like you can start monday so i started monday and mondays are no obligation day which is like i think we talked about no obligation days before Maybe. Okay. But no obligation days is like the day like where we have like no obligations. The only obligation you really kind of have is like host homes. But other than that, like you're kind of free to do whatever you want. Um, So yeah. So I went and joined team seven (laughs) for a month. That's awesome. Yeah. What was what was that like for you? What was it like? So you were talking about before. Sorry. I always I always go back to the beginning of this podcast because I'm just I don't know. I just want to. Go more in detail about this all. But yeah, you're talking about before about how you wanted to be on a discipleship team and team seven. They are a discipleship team. This was the team. This is the Calgary team, the team that you were now joining and now you were, you know, being a part of now. So what was what was that like actually going to the discipleship team? Kind of like how you originally, I guess, wanted to at the beginning where like you want to be on a team like that and like the whole transition from team one to going back home to healing to going on team seven what was that all like um to be honest like the first day so first day I just got like the load on team seven I just got like like from the youth minister Nolan like he just told me what like what's up and then the next day was actually a retreat so I did a retreat 
once again, it was like so good to be back in ministry and like doing a retreat and doing all that. Oh my goodness, I can't even tell you how excited I was. Like, I was so excited to like do another retreat and like it was good. And then after that, I just went into their ministry, super different. Like, but I was super careful to not ruin their mojo type thing because they already have like a team mm-hmm. mojo because each team has like their own mojo right like, i just want to ruin their mojo and like especially they were grieving because i know how it felt to like lose a team member right so yeah. they were still grieving so i wanted to be really careful with that but it was so beautiful like i remember the second week uh we like kind of talked like we just like had discussions about like like what was happening and how i felt. and then then it was after the overnight retreat we had where everything meshed together like like everything like clicked with us just because like they were i don't know it was just like everything just clicked together as a team and it was super beautiful and like i, I got into like the team jokes i got into like it was yeah. like so so good it was so oh the only thing i did not participate in was team days because like i wasn't on team yet i was just like full-time volunteering which is kind of awkward to tell like parishioners because parishioners would be like so you're not on this team? It's like, yes, but you're on net. It's like, yes. It's like, but you're not on this team. I'm like, yes. And you're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, right. Yeah. And at the end, you ended up joining the team as well. So you were yes. actually part of the team. I like, was for like two weeks. <laughs> I was officially part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because of oh. COVID-19. <laughs> because of COVID-19. But I think discipleship ministry is so beautiful. Like I wasn't able to like intentionally accompany anyone. But it was beautiful to see the youth grow and be able to, like, yeah, it was super beautiful to, like, the youth getting to know me and, like, um, for them to trust me and start telling me things. Super, super beautiful. Especially with the overnight retreat and, like, just me being always there for youth nights. It was so good. It was really good. I got to know them. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so fun. Um, oh, my goodness. That's so beautiful. So you ended up at the end of the day. Or I guess at the end of the net year, <laughs> you got to be on a retreat team and a discipleship team. That is awesome. That is yeah. so good. That's beautiful. Super and rare. Super, super rare. Like, I mean, that doesn't happen. In Every, one year? That oh doesn't really goodness. happen in a year. Like, on that, that's not, definitely wasn't their plan. But, yeah, God likes to throw curveballs and at everyone. <laughs> Yeah, at everyone. Yeah, I think God likes to make things a little spicy, which is kind of fun. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think was your one of your favorite favorite parts about being a missionary? I think my favorite part about being a missionary is like seeing other people find joy in you because the joy that you bring and then them being curious about that joy. And then you telling them, proceed, proceeding to tell them that you are joyful because of Jesus and because of his love and because of what he has done in your life. And just being able to see that. Because I saw that like with youth, with teachers, with host homes, and I found that joy that they were able to receive from me and I was able to receive from Jesus. Like Jesus was like working through me. And that, that I think that's my favorite thing. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I didn't know that. That's so cool. Wow. Okay. Would you recommend? Would you would you recommend being a net missionary to? And oh. maybe maybe your listeners are like, huh? Maybe I should think about this. Maybe this is cool. Maybe maybe you're listening and you don't think that. That's fine too. I, yeah. What? Would, what? <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Really, hundred percent recommend. Like, if you want to like take a gap year 
and like serve your life for God for a full year um, and truly just like truly love him and truly show your, your your love for him through a ministry and like want to build sisterhood, build brotherhood, build healthy relationships. Um, I don't know, like get a lot out life. of it. Yeah. yeah. Building prayer life, building like, Oh, building a love for Mary. That's such a big thing on it. I find mm-hmm. everyone just that falls in love true. with Mary. Like that falls in love with her. Like falls deeply in love with her. Um, Jordan net hundred percent, 10 to 10%. Um, is there like, a do something amazing thing yes there is (laughs) there is actually okay guys if if you're interested if you're interested there is a do something amazing retreat webinar thing happening because well covid usually like okay if you listen to the last podcast you heard about how i went to this do something amazing retreat thing and that's like where i really realized like oh i really want to do this and like i like had uh intervene all these things anyway so that happened in my city and then there's some that happened all across canada um and how pia was thinking about going to one and then she didn't because twenty dollars is a lot for someone who's not interested in <laughs> um but yeah so usually they happen in real life but because of covid they're happening on a webinar and if you're interested and you're listening there's one happening on july 14th um, we will leave a link in the description for more information on that. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's not like a commitment, like I'm going to do net. It's like a, oh, this is kind of cool. Let me like look into this or let me just like see what it's all about. And it's just to, yeah, to like get to know that a little bit better if that's something you're interested in. So yeah, yeah. we'll leave that in the description below for you guys. Yeah. Totally recommend to do it. Don't do what I did, to be honest. The way I did it, not not recommended. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think you should go to Net and actually figure out like what Net is and what their ministry is, and actually figure out what it stands for because <laughs> that that was that's far beyond what I knew. So, <laughs> so I totally recommend. Yeah, I recommend too. I mean, I think it was one of the best years of my life personally, and it's just yeah, definitely. Um, not an easy thing to do outside of your comfort zone. Um, there's a lot of growth though. A lot of, I mean, you learn life skills. I feel like you can't really learn anywhere else. Sometimes I feel like that maybe, maybe you can learn them somewhere else, some other places. Everyone's different, but I feel like you learn a lot of life skills, um, at net. At least that's what I found for myself. And it's just, oh my gosh, so, so beautiful, incredible, a truly life-changing year. I highly recommend. Um, but yeah. Yeah, super fun, super cool. Yeah, totally agree. Totally do net. I'm not. If you're wondering, I'm not done school. I think I talked about that in like the last episode. I'm not done school at all. So like, it's funny what I said to like Francis, like the very first time me encountering net. Saying, like, yeah, I don't think I'll do net until I'm done school. Yeah, not done school. Not, Still done, not school. done school. <laughs> uh, almost, done, but not done. Um, and yeah, it's like amazing. I think it's like super. Like it's life changing. Especially like during this COVID year, um, I know a lot of um, universities are doing online classes. And if you feel like online classes are not your jam and you want to do some sort of ministry, if because you're, you're involved with CCO or the Catholic Club on campus, ministry is still going on with that. So that's a 110% yeah. um, situation. It's, like ministry is still going on. So if you want to be able to be involved with something, um, 
look into net like one hundred like just for an option. Yeah, like, wanna, like for sure. something tangible or something like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, that's super fun. I highly recommend. I well, actually, Pia and I are both doing a second year actually of that. I don't think I don't think we said that in this podcast. I'm excited, and also, like, okay, guys, I am just gonna. I'm just gonna say it. Pia is one of my best friends. I I am I am so happy that I met Pia. She is literally so great. If you don't know her personally, that is kind of sad. <laughs> she is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I never would have met her if it wasn't for that. And I'm excited. I'm so excited because the last time that I saw Pia was at the time that I went to visit her when she had her like surgery thing but anyway that is the last time i saw pia was when she had a procedure it was a long time ago in february i was expecting to see you guys in a month but it didn't happen it didn't happen because god had different plans but that's okay it's great yeah i i'm excited to see you though pia it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast it's gonna be a blast. it will be oh my god right. hey if you're listening to this podcast and you're interested maybe you can meet pia and i so just to yeah just to put that out there <laughs> Yeah, you can say, hi, I'm a fan. I'll be like, hey. <laughs> hey, we have fans? fans? I don't know if we have fans, but. <laughs> no, they, they could be like, yo, I, I want to like. All right. Well, this was fun. Thanks for yeah. listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Catholic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you guys had fun. I hope this was just kind of like an escape from, I don't know, life. I, I find that that's how I think of podcasts sometimes. They're just like a little escape. And you just like listen and they're like, wow, they're so refreshing and so nice. So I hope that maybe that's what this was for you today. And you had fun listening to us and hanging out with us. Um, yeah. It's Abigail. It's Pia. Stay lit, guys. Bye. Bye.